When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks, your lifestyle design coach. And I'm here with Jenny Gain, your LOA coach. Welcome to our show today. So we thought we would kind of just get going with um, uh, seeing, kind of checking in with each other and seeing what's going on in Cassie's world. <laughs> awesome. I'm excited. I was, there's so much good going on. I was like, what do I want to talk about? Um, I'm really excited about, you know, it's almost like we're getting close to the end of the year and people are like working in their businesses, like setting their money intentions for next year. And so I've just been really having a lot of fun talking with people about how to set that intention and get really clear about what that looks like without doing the how part, like without just jumping in and like, oh my God, this is how I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to add 50 million things and do all this stuff. So, um, I talked about that twice today, so I'm just really excited about that. So that, that's like on your mind and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, yeah. And it's really fun because it's one of my favorite things to teach is to get clarity in where you want to be and let that how path just create itself. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How about you? What's awesome in your world? Well, I was trying to think uh, when we just brought this up, I was like, well, what has been like, what stands out for me just today? And I'm seriously having one of the best days ever. It's awesome. And I had one of those moments this morning when it was like, you just experience um, like the perfection of everything around you. And like so many times we we know, like I know what I'm supposed to feel and what, you know, and think, and it's, yes, everything's working, you know, everything's great, every, all is well. But there's certain times when you just like, you really feel it and you like have that experience when you're like, oh my God, everything is perfect. And it's just that like bliss moment. And I remember I was driving home and from a client's place and, um, I just had that like such a peaceful feeling. And and then my self-talk like that I've trained myself to be in my head is saying, this is evidence that like you are on your path. Like the, the fact that you're feeling this good is saying, keep going, you know? And I think why I'm mentioning this is that's the important part of deliberate creation is like, that's that voice inside your head. And when you've trained yourself enough to be aware of those thoughts, you can continue to go, keep going and that, you know, um, feelings of least resistance and more and more good just keeps showing up. And that's what deliberate creation is all about. And that's what Cassie and I are going to talk more about today. Yes. Oh, that's so exciting. God, I love those days where you're just like, oh my gosh, like literally everything is perfect. Yeah. You're just feeling the flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fabulous. All right, so today we're going to talk about um, going after the feeling. So, Cass, um, what would you say like that means to you? Like, how would you define this concept of going after the feeling in a law of attraction sense? Oh, it's so important. I want to talk a little bit more like definition of feeling first. Is that all right? Yeah. Because I think this sets us up, and I think one of the things that I've found working with my clients is that sometimes we're not, we don't understand what a feeling is. 
So your basic feelings, if like, um, you know, from an improv, you know, we always work with the four, which is mad, glad, afraid, and uh, mad, glad, afraid, uh, and sad. That is so over for, my head, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so mad, afraid. Oh, afraid, okay. Anger, fear, um, sadness, and happiness is like the four you work, which there's so many more than that. I just like that. If you need like a simple, basic definition, those are sort of four. But you can Google, um, you know, like feelings and get these pages of feelings um, charts. And I think that that's really important to make sure that you're tapped into a feeling. We're going to talk about like going after the feeling and what each of our definitions of that is. But what I find a lot of times is people think they're going after a feeling and it's not actually a feeling. Mm. Um, I don't know if you experienced that in your work, but it'll be, you know, because I do a lot of this in my work. We like identify or scripting tons of feelings. Well, you you know what I do find that people that it is hard to um, specify and to tap into different feelings that, that people know, Okay, I feel good or I feel bad, but that getting any further than that is sometimes challenging. Yes. Yeah. So I, I find that a lot too. Um, and so it just like sometimes that happens if we get, we just get disconnected from ourselves, but it is super important when we're doing um, deliberate recreation and we're leveraging the power of the law of attraction to be tapped into those feelings. So I would say if, you know, there's any that you have questions about, like Google, like feeling chart and you'll get like so many feelings and then you can start to identify like what feels you know, what does feel happy, but what feels like excitement and what feels sad versus what feels angry? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up, Cass, um, because that because our emotions is what is always guiding us, right? And so being able to develop that awareness to exactly what you're feeling is huge. It's like that's your starting block, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Definitely. And that's really where, like, yeah, I have to start with a lot of my clients. We have to, like, talk about, like, okay, these are, like, your options. So, yeah. Um, and it is the starting block, and it's the foundation. And often people want to go back. We'll get into this as well. But, you know, they want to go back to, like, what they want versus how they want to feel. Yes. Or how they will feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, like, so, what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going to talk about that all day. So it's awesome. So my definition of um, going after the feeling or what it means to me going after the feeling is really identifying the way that I'm going to feel when I have what I want and really like going after that and activating that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm the exact same. I'm but and I think people are what we should make sure we're saying is that the way um, the law of attraction works is it is it brings you, you know, everything's energy and our feelings and our emotions is what is energy. And that's how we communicate with the universe. And so it's not really the thing that we want that we want to create. It's the feeling that that thing is going to get us. And that's what Cassie and I mean when we say you want to go after the feeling. Mm-hmm. I also like to um, point out too, and we're like go, we, the, another reason we go after the feeling is, and this is just a different way of saying what you said. But I always think of it like if-then statements um, when you're in algebra, or I don't know when you learn that. But mm-hmm. you know, if this is true, then that's true, mm-hmm. and then if the that is true, then that means that you know whatever happened before that is true. And so um, I think about it like that, 
And so if, you know, when you have more money or whatever, you're going to be, you're going to feel excited. Like when you get excited, then the universe has to deliver that other thing because you're in. That's how you get in alignment. That's how, you know, if that other thing is true, then what, what else you wanted is on its way. Oh, I like that. If this, then that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, why don't we just take a quick break here before we move on to, you know, how we observe it in our lives. Perfect. What is your manifesting superpower? Knowing your manifesting superpower will help you manifest quicker and easier. Go to ManifestingSuperpower.com and take the quiz to learn all about your manifesting superpower. That's ManifestingSuperpower.com. And we are back. Uh, So Cassie and I were just talking um, as we just took a little break, and we wanted to bring up how, so getting back to that feeling thing and why we're creating things and going after that feeling, I said, well... It's kind of like when people, um, you know, you always want the new thing. And I was thinking of um, iPhones, for example, like how many versions of iPhones have come out and you always got to have the latest thing, right? And then I was, you know, saying to Cassie, I was, well, why, you know, I don't even know why people want the new thing. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's because it's cool, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and so then I was saying like, this is a perfect example of why you got to get in touch with a feeling because, um, what Jenny was also saying is like, oh, you get the new thing and then it's not like a big deal anymore. And that's mm-hmm. why it's so important, you know, in terms of a law of attraction and attracting what you want standpoint of getting in touch with a feeling, but also of feeling satisfied and, um, in your life is that if you, if you just always want the new thing and when you get it it's like over and you got to get something new to sort of still feel good. Um, that could lead to like a lot of not being satisfied and just like, you know, always chasing that next thing. Yeah. Right. And so that's the, that's the key here is that you're never going to get enough stuff or get enough things or have enough partners to satisfy the external need. If, if it's something, you know, it's something internal that needs to be filled and that's what we're saying is do that that vibrational work first. So what is it? Why do you want this mm-hmm. thing You know that you're after? What feeling is that going to activate within you? And can you activate, like two, two points to this kind of like, can you activate that now so it's easier to come in? And when you can find that within yourself, it's going to stay. Right. And you don't necessarily need the stuff, right? right? Yeah. And actually, I mm-hmm. feel like the stuff is more enjoyable at that point. I was going to say, yeah, the stuff's way <laughs> <Yeah>. more fun. <laughs> and because, like, say you get you get your iPhone and you're like, I love having new technology because it's so fun and I get to learn all these things. And then the new one comes out and you're like, I want it again because it's like this. And you, there's something about knowing, you know, what it's doing for you, why why you're having it and what feeling it's activating within you. That you're right. It allows you to get have a more full experience with the stuff. Yes, completely. And so to tag on to what we've been saying, we've been using like a new iPhone or new technology as an example. So one way you would put this into play is ask yourself, like, what does that give me? So is it giving you, like, does it make you feel abundant? And Jenny said, cool. Like, does it make Mm -hmm. you feel cool? Is it about excitement? Is it just, you know, is it just about the fun of a new thing? Because when you can identify those feelings, like Jenny was saying, what you want will come quicker, but also you stay satisfied. You can can go get it a different way, which um, Mm -hmm. we haven't mentioned yet, but takes away that desperation 
Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so, yeah, let's maybe use this, maybe not so – iPhones, I guess, isn't really a, that important <laughs> example. <laughs> so what if some – what if, Cass, let's explain using, like, someone is trying to create more money in yeah. their life. And so how would you coach someone through that So using this concept? So we, we you know – we get a goal or an intention, like what's the amount of money? And then um, before I even go to the feeling, I often, I go to get even more clarity about that. So if it's an amount of money, like in the Manifest 10K course, what does $10,000 look like in your life? And um, because when that becomes clear, then it's easier, I think, to identify the feeling. So once they have come up with, okay, this is what I'm going to invest my $10,000 in. If you've been listening to us for a while, you know I don't use the word spend. I always use the word invest. (laughs) So what am I going to invest my $10,000 in? And then we can get to the feelings um, and say, okay, like if it's a trip, if it's, uh, you know, maybe it's a trip, maybe it's to pay off a credit card, um, maybe it's to buy something new, and maybe it's to get some coach training. I hear that a lot. Um, so that's awesome. So then when you have those things, how are you going to feel? How are you going to feel when you go on that trip? What feeling is that going to activate? How about that training? Um, getting out of debt, you know, how is that going to feel? Like what, you know, and that way you can tap into that feeling now. And everything that I do when I'm talking about money is then based on that feeling. So everything we create is based on getting in tune and activating that, those feelings. So, Um, you know, the last time that I really did this in a big way, um, see, we have enough time to talk about this on this segment, but, um, the last time when I thought about like really growing and expanding my business was, um, I was working the same process I do with everybody else. I do it myself. Um, and the feeling was really freedom. It was one feeling. And, uh, I want to talk about that as well as really tapping it into like one to three feelings, Um, I guess I'll say this now because what I find in my work is that people want to have like 20 ways they're going to (laughs) feel. Do you? (laughs) Yeah, I I totally get that. And I'm glad you brought up the point of um, clarity and being clear on those. And I agree with you. Having three core feelings that you're, you know, working towards is very critical. Yeah. And so what's your reason? I'll finish my story in a minute, but I think this is an important thing to talk mm-hmm. about when we're going after the feeling. Like what's the core reason that you think it is that it's better to have one to three? Um, just clarity and simplicity. Mm-hmm. And when you're giving the universe clear signals, there's no you know, you, it's easy for you to bring your attention back to what you want versus if you have a million ideas of what you want, like like 10 different ideas of how you're going to spend your, uh, invest your $10,000, yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to bring in a lot of um, like different whole, you're right, a whole bunch of different feelings. But you're there is always a core, like it's, I don't want to say a pyramid, but there is like that feeling at the top that you're yes. after. Yeah. And I think that's, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if people just do it because it's like, they feel like the more feelings, the more they um, say, like the more likely they will get it. Um, but to your point, like that's not the way it works. Like the more specific and the more clear and the more simplistic you can be, like that's going to be your quickest path. 
you know, if um, happiness or freedom like mine is like the top, like I'm going to get everything else underneath that. Like I'll get excitement and I'll get um, happiness and I'll get, you know, joy and fun and whatever is when I have freedom. Like, and it's not a, you know, I'll only get those when I have that. But if I'm mastering that one feeling or three feelings that I want, all the other ones will come easier. Do you agree with that? I completely yeah. agree. And so my other reason for think for why you um I love the simplicity in that and my addition to that is that you can't activate 20 feelings consistently. Like, oh my god, that's such a good point. <laughs> it gets so diluted, right? What? You you can't do that, Cass? Oh, I can do that. <laughs> Come on. Just like thinking about that was like making my head spin. Um, because when you're in your, like in the process of training yourself, activating, you know, and growing into feeling more of those feelings, like having 10 or gosh, 20, like I always tell people to pare it down, especially when they have 20, like that's a lot. It's a lot, takes a lot of energy and a lot of focus and a lot of work. And you really do dilute your focus. You know, if you focus on one to three things, it's a whole lot easier to make sure you're activating that every day. Yes. Yeah. I totally 100% agree. <laughs> um, and I like how that it, uh, you're right, it follows or things group together. And sometimes I found this actually working with a client recently that um, different feelings can have different priorities but mean the same thing. So, for example, to me, like freedom is the most important thing to me as well, <laughs> same as you. And, um, And to me, when I have freedom, I have all these other things. And I was asking my client, okay, you know, what is one of your core ones? And he he had said clarity. And I said, oh, that's different. Like, I didn't expect that. And he said, well, when I'm clear, I feel free. I feel love. I feel, you know, all these other things. And I said, that is so interesting because that's just, um, we each define our top and then the other ones kind of flow in. But, But having that focus allows it to just be clear and yeah. simple. Which don't mm-hmm. you find like deliberate creation, the clearer and simpler it is, like the more you get what you want. Uh, totally. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's um, take a quick break here again. And we are going to come back and share some different experiences with, uh, that we've had with feelings and following our good feelings. Awesome. Attention, future magnificent manifestors. Are you ready to take your LOA skills to a new level? I'm a former softball player, and what I know is that I got maybe three to five at-bats in a game, but in practice, I took about a thousand reps before each game. Your LOA skills are the same way. You want to practice them so that you can make them so effective and so efficient and hit manifesting home runs. If you're ready to practice your LOA skills and you want to learn the tools of LOA in a way that's fun and that you can practice easily, get LOA Skills Camp from my co-host, Jenny Gain. You'll get all the reps you need to hit the manifesting home run you desire. Go to LOAskillscamp.com. That's L-O-A-SkillsCamp.com. And we are back. Um, We're going to talk about now, like Cassie and I, a a few um, fun experiences that we've had with this concept in our own lives, and maybe you guys can relate. Yeah. You want to start, Cass? Sure. So my favorite is, I actually started telling the story last segment, is when I sat down 
um, to amp up my money a lot. So I, I redid money, like manifest 10 K did it, um, all the processes in there, but, and I had already done it before. And that's why it's important to keep revisiting things because these things change. Often we just want to go, Oh, like money makes me happy. Like if I would have gone with that, that was my old answer. But my new answer was like, Oh, when I have, you know, and I was working, um, a hundred thousand dollars at the time when I have a hundred thousand dollars, I'll feel freedom. And so a couple of things when I said that, number one, I was like, uh, you should already be feeling freedom. Because it's pretty free. Like, <laughs> well, wait a second here. <laughs> yeah. That was an, I was like, uh, what's going on here? Cause that's, that's not okay. Um, but number two is like, okay, how do I activate that freedom? Um, to, because if I don't activate that freedom, I'm not going to get what I I want, you know, I'm not going to create the money. It's not going to be easy because I need to get freedom. So for me, I started taking Wednesdays off and probably you guys have also heard this story and like watching friends, not every single day, but for 15 minutes to a half an hour, like a lot of afternoons, because to me that felt like freedom. Like when I was a kid and you'd have a day off of school and you could, you know, just be two o'clock in the afternoon, like watching your favorite show. I love that you do that. (laughs) I love friends. (laughs) Me too. And it's so like activates that freedom and it's so easy. Like sometimes I'll just sit down for five or 10 minutes. Might not even watch the whole show, but I feel like I get to activate that freedom feeling every day in an easy way. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I also decided to take Wednesdays off because I wanted to, because sometimes I work the weekend or sometimes the weekend, you know, other things come up. And it's, it's common that I don't, I don't work every weekend, but sometimes I'll be at a conference or I, you know, run my workshop on weekends. And so I said, I'm gonna take Wednesdays off and just do whatever I want and really experience freedom, get up when I want, do whatever I want, feel like I have the whole day. And so I started practicing that and it was so powerful. And now I see, like, I already knew that it was important, but in the last couple of weeks I saw why it was so important um, because I hadn't had my Wednesdays off and it was a choice and I was okay with that choice. But then after two weeks of it, I was like, oh my gosh, I need some, I need some downtime. I need some me time. And what I realized is that if I hadn't given myself that f- experience of freedom, I couldn't have invited in um, the ability to do the workshop that I do now because it wouldn't have fit. Uh, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that workshop is tied to a lot of, it's tied to like amazing clients. It's tied to money. It's tied to a lot of things. And if I wouldn't have experienced that freedom first, there wouldn't have been room for it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I just want to highlight to everyone how you did the vibrational activation first. Mm-hmm. And then that created naturally everything else that flew, that came into your life. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't, yeah. And I think it's important that you highlight that because I did not say like, oh, I already have all these things working that I want. That wasn't the way it was. I created the vibrational alignment and the space and then what I wanted showed up. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't like I'm going to do this workshop so I can feel free kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think the workshop wouldn't even, like, it wasn't a blip on the radar at that point when I started activating the freedom. Right. And I don't think it would have come up. I wouldn't have even thought of it if I wasn't activating freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome story. Cool. How about you? Um, well, one of the, the thing that stands out to me in my life when I think about this, about activating the feeling and not uh, getting things for the stuff, is, is when, it was about a year ago. 
and we had just bought our house and I was like sitting, I remember I did my morning alignment practice and I was sitting doing some writing or something and I was like there and I'm contemplating like, okay, I have this great house. I have a, you know, a puppy. I have an awesome relationship. I'm doing what I love. I'm fit. I'm like, money's coming in. You know, I'm like, all this great stuff is happening around me. All the stuff is perfect like I wanted. And I'm like, why don't I feel amazing? You know, why am I not like just exuding with joy? And I mean, don't get me wrong. I do that. I was a lot, but at that moment I wasn't. And it was the biggest realization that like, well, the stuff doesn't make you happy. I'm like, and I don't think it's something, and you can um, comment on this, Cass, is I don't think people really get it. Like when you tell them, like even as we're telling you this, you're probably not going to understand it until you have an experience that's saying, okay, I got the stuff and it didn't give me the feeling I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, it took some, uh, just some awareness to bring it back and say, okay, now you got to... Um, do the, do the vibrational work and, you know, focus on all this good stuff and get back to that feeling. What is it? What is the feeling that you wanted? And then as soon as I kind of brought my awareness back to that, it allowed me to enjoy all the stuff that I had, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great story because that's so true. And I think so often people go after the stuff first. They work really hard to get the stuff without getting in vibrational alignment. And um, it worked out really awesome for you. Like you could tap back into it and I totally think you can, but you know, for me I had an ex- a similar experience where I built like kind of my whole life that I didn't really want because mm-hmm. I thought the stuff was like going to give me the happiness and then it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so one, one thing I want to just bring up here is how things like that we want is always changing. And I think it's so important to, to continue to refocus ourselves, um, and to be always tapping back in. And I guess like we talked about at the beginning, that's why having those three simple or core um, feelings that you're wanting to activate, that's why it's easier to refocus on that when there's only three of them. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you say, uh, do you want to give offer some tips of how someone can put this into practice in their life today? Yes. Um And my easiest way is just pick something that you're desiring, that you're wanting, set an intention, ask yourself how you're going to feel when you get it. And just one feeling, like just one feeling um, for this exercise. And then make a list of 10 ways you can activate that feeling and activate it every day for the next seven days. That's such an awesome exercise. Powerful. So go do that, guys. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? What do you have? I'm going to say um, I created this um, product on my website. You can go download it for free. And it's three simple steps to deliberate creation. And the first one is define what you want. And then you decide how that feels. And then you activate that feeling. So exactly the same as Cassie just said. Like this is obviously a, a simplistic, um, everyone's on the same page kind of tool. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know it. <laughs> so make sure to give them your website so they can easily find it. Oh, they know that. com. my name. <laughs> <laughs> they might not. G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E. Um, you can also find our links on the manifestitnowshow.com page. Um, but go get, yeah, go get Jenny's um, free gift and activate your feelings because this is the most important part. Like, And it's also, like we've talked about, you know, you can 
manifest all the other stuff. But if it didn't come, I think you can forcefully get a lot of things without tapping into the feelings. But what happens is it doesn't really feel good at the end. Yep. And uh, so this is foundational and so important. Totally. Do you want to leave us with a money mantra cast? Yeah. Um, I activate my my abundance feelings every day. Awesome. <laughs> cool. One final note to leave everybody with. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.